0: Mic test, mic test, it's ya boy, Sir Kenny, your licensed psychometrician boy next door, taking up my MA while teaching at the wonderful senior high school.
1: And I'm Ata Aliana, used to be a service user, now a full-time mental health advocate. Pwede na rin chikadora na tita, since malapit na mawala sa kalendaryo ang aking edad, but still young at heart.
0: And this is Less Serious, More Fun
1: check with facts but with who kung saan pag-uusapan natin kung paano naaapektuhan ng mga realidad ang ating mental health in a short but very chill light manner
0: less serious more fun pom 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 pom
1: Ilang araw na lang at matatapos na ang voters registration. Rehistrado ka naman, di ba, Sir Kenny?
0: Of course! Bakit mo tinatanong yan? Siyempre naman.
1: Dahil ngayong araw, pag-uusapan natin ang kahalagahan ng voters registration sa ating mental health.
0: At dahil Jan, we have a very special guest for this episode. Very special dahil member din natin siya Youth for Mental Health and she is also the sister of one of our Board of Directors. Hello, Camille! At National Convener ng First Time Voters Network. So please help me welcoming our special guest for this episode, Miss Gladys Milyoga. Hi, Gladys!
2: Hello, po si Gladys. Po ang Lead Convener ng First Time Voters Network and kami ang uh, network ng mga youth na nagpo-pursue ng advocacy on na elections and um, political participation ng youth uh, for 20 years. no Mention ko lang yung 20 years kasi medyo matagal-tagal na pala kami dito. And this ako sa mga sumalo uh, for the coming historical um 2022 elections. So, ayan.
0: Um, since lead convener ka of the First Time Voters Network and, you know, you guys have been, I guess, we'd say at the forefront, no, of allowing people to really understand why it's so important to vote. Eh, na Anna kanina, there's only just a few more days, no, to vote, uh, to register to vote, palà. So could you perhaps tell us, or you know, to lead the conversation, uh, ano ba yung status ngayon? What's the status of you know like voters' registration right now?
2: All right. So, mga ngayon, madaming uh, hindi lang siguro kabataan no, ang uh, humahabol sa registration. Uh, nandito tayo sa position ng situation ng pandemic. So, ang hirap nakakatakot lumabas. Pero, uh, yung registration system natin, no choice. Eh. Kailangan mo ng physical. Yung de- reactivation lang ng registration yung pwede ng online. So, ilang basis din na na suspend yung registration sa iba't ibang lugar sa Pilipinas, so ang dami sa mga areas na hindi pa na kapag pa register, and uh, mostly na observe na namin dito sa uh, NCR no, kasi um, nandito din ako so na mas nakakabalita sa iba't ibang lugar, pero sa provinces ka din yung situation nila, and yun yung na sa sayangan no, kasi madaming volunteers sa FPD na hindi lang naman sa NCR so na Sasayangan kami kasi we wanted to help as much as young, as many as, as many young people no uh, sa Pilipinas kasi uh, most of our efforts nakafocus focus uh, sa ground. So ito yung nagtutulung talaga nag-assist for registration and uh, kahit yung mga bata na na-stress sila kasi na ang sayang nung mga araw na sana nakakapag uh, dala nakakatulong sa mga uh youth na ipa-register kasi excited sila eh and not for some reason siguro kasi sobrang tagal nang hindi lumalabas gusto nilang lumabas at tumutulong sa mga kapwa nila so ayun right now have have sa registration no and ah uh, kung totoo actually recently lang din namin na realize no? bakit hindi essential work ang comelec uh, like, ang pagpaparegister at hindi sa at lagi siyang suspend no kapag uh, nagiistick 'to walang ibang way to continue the registration so the status natin ngayon ay uh, kasama sa gulo no? <laughs> sa pandemic ang registration at uh, mga processes na important no for us pero parang napapabayaan din ng government
1: Gwenny Aima uh, also one of the project officers of Center for Youth Advocacy and Networking and uh, isa- kasama kami na first time voters network no dito sa advocacia na ito at uh, talagang marami na rin yung nagmemensahi sa akin asking me na atiana how can we actually register kasi gusto din po namin bumoto sa 2022 at uh, given yung mga ganitong um uh, requests no ng tulong mula mga kabataan Pilipino sa pulgye mo uh, Gladys. Ano nga ba, no? Yung kahalagahan, bakit nga ba kailangan ng kabataan na mag-register uh, to vote sa 2022 elections?
2: Actually, nung nagpa-register ako ng 2019, ano siya, it's out of uh, parang awareness lang na, uy, 18 na ako, pwede na ako magpa-register as a voter tapos sa, uh, baka ay, may, ano, may isa na akong government ID. Kaso it turns out, wala na palang ID ngayon. And uh, noong 2019 ako nag-start, maging part ng First Time Voters Network. And actually, doon ko lang din na-realize bakit nga ba kailangan maging involved ng youth sa political process processes natin. Kasi I think no as a, as a parang normal or a, a civilian, yung pagiging registered voter, to na yung parang pedimong start, no? To get involved and get the awareness or exposure, no, paano ba mangialam mang mag alam ang isang uh, civilian, ang isang normal responsible citizen, no, sa paggubier no or yung governance ng ating bansa. Kasi sinasabi nga namin sa First Time Voters Network, yung um, pagigimbotante, hindi yung pag-sali uh, mo sa eleksyon, no, kahit mismo don sa araw na eleksyon. Ano siya eh? Sport of nation building, ba? Isang araw lang siya. Pero uh, sa isang araw na yun, no, halos lahat ng mga Pilipino na botante ay nagde-decide para sa kanilang bansa. And hindi ito pagde-decide, no, para lang sa araw na yun. Pagde-decide siya para sa susunod na tatlo, anim na taon. And imaginein mo, no, kung <laughs> yung isang araw na yun, for granted mo siya. Ano, um... Isang araw na tinik for granted mo yung election, and then tatlong taon, anim na taon ng buhay mong ang apektado, ba And nakikita like, natin yan ngayon sa panahon ng pandemya Two years na tayong naka-lockdown, grabe. Well, one year pa lang naman, pero it feels like forever, diba? <laughs> pero grabe, deba, Kung siguro we had a better government, we voted for a better a uh, composition ng mga politicians no nung 2016 no? 2019 we could have been in a very um better very na better pa no <laughs> na pandemic uh, situation ngayon and i think no yung mga kabataan uh, i think kaya mahalaga yung pagpaparistro ng mga kabataan ngayong ngayong pandemic para sa darating na 2022 kasi isa sa, isa sa mga kawawa yung mga kabata, no? Imaginin mo, um, around 22 million plus yung uh, alam natin, sigurado natin na youth voters sa 2022. And yung 22 million na to, ilan dyan yung student? Ilan dyan yung uh, bagong graduate, no? Na hindi nakapag-apply kasi na pandemic na. Or ilan dyan yung bagong graduate pa lang, di ba? Hirap na kagad sa, ano nila, unang work environment nila. And, I think yung mga kabataan realize nila ngayon no, bakit nila kailangang bumoto, bakit nila kailangan ma-involve sa mga uh, bagay na to kasi ito yung nagde-decide hindi lang sa buhay nila kundi sa buhay ng lahat ng mga, ang mga Pilipino. In the, alam mo yon um it might be just one thing no, papaginisip mo isa lang naman yung pagboto sa pagiging responsableng uh, Pilipino, pero it's a big ano no. It's a big responsibility. And uh, hindi lang siya responsibility, pero it's something na we have to be accountable then, di ba? So hindi natin tinatanggal yung pagiging accountable pagka ano, sa nation building. Hindi lang naman yan yung mga politisyan. Kasama yung mga voters. And I think yun yung mahalaga, no? Bakit kailangan yung kabataan, itake advantage sila yung uh, pagiging exposed and uh, pagsali sa political process which is yung voting, yung mga elections. Um, para alam mo yon, lumaki sila or wow, grabe yung lumaki no. Pero para bata pa lang, 'di ba, nakikita na nila yung realidad in uh, ng buhay. Wow. And siguro no, take advantage na din yung optimism and yung uh, wonderful qualities ng youth. Para naman no siguro in the near future hindi na tayo mapupunta sa ganito situation natin kasi uh, we have a uh, better uh, youth no na mas mas maganda yung uh, kinalakihan nila siguro or mas expose sila uh, nung nung bata pa sila nung youth pa sila they have the sense of responsibility na uh, towards uh their um other Filipinos no yung kapa natin in ating bansa. And, ayun, it's not just about elections, it's about a lot of issues na nangyayari, nararanasan natin, na apektuhan ng lahat ng kabataan. And, uh, kasama dito pati yung usapin ng mental health, di ba? So, kung ikaw, may pakailang kasi sa mental health, advocacy mo yun, siguro, why not look at it sa per- perspective na, oh, if, ano, ba, if I get involved in voting in elections, I could do something uh, a little bit more for my advocacy, parang ganun. So, ayun, I think that's why mahalaga na habang youth pa lang, no, kung registered voter ka na or eligible ka na maging voter, take advantage yung opportunity na yon. Kasi it's, it's not a privilege, ha, it's a right to be a voter. So, ayun, I take advantage natin yon.
1: Salamat Gladys. Grabe. Parang na-encapsulate na lahat ni Gladys dun sa kanyang answer. no Pero I would just like to overemphasize this one na isa siyang karapatan at isa siyang responsibilidad bilang Pilipino. At the same time, kapag uh, nakapag-elect tayo ng maayos na leaders... Technically, syempre ma din natin yung system. And uh, I think uh, dito talaga dapat tayo magbangko no, na yung kung ano man yung mangyayari sa 2022 elections, kung ano yung magiging result noon ay talagang makaka-apekto sa mga susunod na panahon. Registered tayo to vote for uh 2022 elections, then talagang meron tayong um contribution kumbaga doon sa future na gusto nating makamtan. Anyways, um, Kenny, sa pila game mo? uh ito ba ang 2022 elections, no? Serabi na ni Gladys kanina, pero paano kaya din siya essential, no? Para sa ating mental well-being.
0: I think right now a lot of young people are, we'll say, very active in terms of expressing what they want and what they don't want in terms of a leader, and I think based on what we're seeing you no know, uh whether it's the health sector or whether it's um you know the private sector or other uh areas of the government you know everyone is affected by the leaders that we choose and i think that you know when we when we think about why it's so important for us and like how it really helps us with our mental health i, I guess in my perspective you know when when you I guess do your 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 duty essentially you know you know that this is your contribution at least you know in the bigger picture it might not seem like a lot one vote might not seem like a lot to some people but we all know that one vote can make a difference it could mean winning or losing for certain people and you know to put your trust in um certain public officials you know, in the back of your mind, you're thinking you are picking these people in the government because you believe that they, you know, will represent what the people want and essentially what you want. Right? So, you know, I, I think that our leaders in general should also definitely make mental health a priority. You know, I think that, um, you know in the last election cycle i think there've only been a few people who have really put mental health as a a priority no yung champion natin si senator um she definitely put mental health above the rest i mean as one of her Advocacies, and I think other politicians as well have realized, you know, with with the various changes that have happened, with the passing of RA one one zero three six, and even um, moving into, um, let's say, for example, the Olympics, the 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 recent boom of the interest in including psychology or sports psychology training into uh, athletic programs, you know, putting more emphasis on that, and not even just that, you know, in general mental health has not really been a priority in the health sector. And I think it's a breath of fresh air sat in in the field, of course, but also to the general public, for us to see politicians who are really putting mental health um, as a priority agenda. And I think that because people are being made more aware of these politicians who make mental health a priority, then it gives greater public awareness it's definitely a boost for us in the field right we allow for greater access of services more uh, sharing of programs right able to be um, able to to go out to the different areas that maybe don't have great mental health services and now that we have laws and now that we have you know um, mandates and orders about how we can conduct mental health because it is being standardized at the government level i think that you know that that gives a lot of people hope, but that's why we put our trust in these public officials because we're hoping for for change. We're hoping for something better, you know. I think at the end of the day, you may not feel like your vote is going anywhere, but you know, you, it's it's your job. It's really your duty, you know, as a as a citizen of the republic. We are really supposed to do our job, do our duty. It's it's our right, Deva, to to vote and i think that finding these leaders it's like finding a needle in a haystack you no know, when you have to listen to all these platforms and advocacies from different um uh politicians who are running it's really just a fresh a breath of fresh air like finding a needle in a haystack for these particular leaders who we hopefully want to fill in public service
1: offices to <laughs> share Hindi kasi, parang recently, um, nag-guest ako sa mga iba't-ibang mga podcast tsaka talk. Tapos, parang tinatanong nila ako kung ano daw yung parang pinaka-unforgettable moment ko as a mental health advocate. So, pinag-isipan ko siya, nag-backtrack ako sa almost five years na nandito tayo sa mental health advocacy. And, um, lagi kong sinasabi kasi, ang lagi kong sagot ay yung araw na napanalo natin no, na yung lawmakers natin ay naintindihan nila, nag-vote sila ng yes to actually pass the bill into law.
0: N-n-n-dun tayo sa Senate, tapos nung sinabi nila na, okay, it's approved, tapos lahat tayo sumigaw, tapos may malaking sign, please do not be noisy in the crowd.
1: <laughs> Alam mo yun, na parang yun yung moment na parang sabi ko, shocks sa wakas, maayos na yung sistema tapos 2018 yon at 2021 naman at Sabihin na lang natin na mero na wang improvements like uh, kung ano itsura ng mental health mula ng 2018 sa 2021. Pero kasi times are also evolving, no? Talagang nagbabago at araw-araw dahil na nga din dito sa pandemia, mas lalong dumadami yung nagiging problema. Pero yung mga servisyo, yung mga pasilidad, kung paano natin nakikita yung mental health, even in the institutional level, ay hindi nag-improve dapat maging honest tayo sa part na yun, no? Wala ng sugar coating dito kasi yun yung kailangang malaman ng mga tao. And parang nasasaktan ako kasi sumasama talaga yung loob ko dahil nasayang, no, yung last three years. I mean, kahit may IRR, meron namang National Strategic Plan, meron mga ganun eh, pero we can't see the full implementation of the law yet. I mean, maghihintay pa ba tayo ng sobrang tagal? asin in, hintayin pa ba natin na may intindihan pa ng mga, magkaroon, mga pa tayo ng needle doon sa haystack? Di ba pwedeng dahil sa nag-yes sila, noong um, uh, we're trying to approve yung uh, bill into law? Parang inisip ko kasi noon na ah, okay na, so naiintindihan na ng mga politikong ito, yung kahalagahan ng mental health. Pero bakit parang after mapasanong bill, parang biglang nag-diminish yung ano nila, interest nila, and in actually helping their constituents. Parang sumama lang talaga yung loob ko. Pero added factor siguro yung kanina kasi meron tumawag sa aking nanay. Tapos umahagol gol talaga siya Mars. As in, hindi ko alam kung paano ko siya iko-comfort, patatahanin. Siyempre, deep inside side iyak na iyak na ako, pero hindi naman ako makaiyak kasi talagang kinakailangan ng anak niya ng tulong. Tapos, na-realize ko lang din, no, na very limited lang din yung kayang i-provide ko, Nuwari, ng y mh no, dahil di naman tayo isang national agency, sa nang tayong volunteer organization. Although, hindi ko nila lang, no, yung Y4MH kasi marami tayong ginagawa. Marami yung naniniwala sa advocacy at marami pa rin tayong katulong dito sa mental health advocate, uh, advocacy na iba pang mental health organizations pero alam mo yon nakukulangan ako eh parang I, I believe kasi the the people the Filipino people deserve more pagdating sa mental health care shape hindi naman tayo nagpo-promote ng kandidado dito Parang insight lang no kung ano dapat yung um prinsipyo no ng susunod na leader na iboboto natin
2: Actually, one of the kapag nagbu voters education uh, session kami or webinar, uh, one of the things that, parang uh, easy to explain no sa mga youth um, on how they can try to choose uh, try no how they can choose no yung mga right choose or say progressive candidate. Uh, I tend to say na siguro it's someone who you see yourself. Diba? So for example if uh someone um gives attention no sa mga issue ng youth uh gives attention to the issues of the community na you care about or uh, kahit yung sa tingin mo ano siya no bagets baget siya and uh kaya niya mag-adjust kaya niyang sumabay sa mga trend in a uh, Hindi lang in in not just a parang celebrity kind of way de ba or in a in a good manner or something na magiging useful as a service niya. I think that's one of the things we can uh, try to look for no in someone uh sating natin uh worth it ng boto. kasi um uh, nga, no? focus on yung youth. So why would you choose someone, no, na parang sobrang against everything you believe in, na parang wala kang match na tama for you, no? Doon sa kandidato na yun, ba? And so I think that's one of the things, no, and also that's an encouragement then for the youth to actually consider yung uh, going into the governance. And uh not just think of it na parang yung politics is just a, uh, an environment uh, breeding young people uh, to be corrupt, di But, you know, it's a chance for a young people who doesn't want corrupt things to happen to government to actually take on that leadership role. And I think that's a good thing, no? And uh, other than that, I think, ano talaga, eh? Right now, hindi hindi lang siya basta sa pasikatan kung sino yung pinakakidala, sino yung pangat pinakamaraming supporters sa panahong ngayon ang pinakamahalaga na lang talaga is kung sino yung may paki-alam and kung sino yung may paki-alam enough to move to do an action about it no and uh, misan, kusino kung sino yung talagang pinaka na nakita natin yung sa mga tao no sa mga leaders din natin ngayon sino yung talagang uh, pinuput forth nila sa top list sa kanilang priority list yung pandemic response. Sino ba yung mga yan? Sino yung uh, marunong makinig, makijam sa mga youth? ba Sino yung nakakakita din ng mga issue na kinakaharap ng mga uh, kapwa natin na naghihirap, no? Sa mga labor, sa mga nagtatrabaho, sa mga uh, nasa vulnerable areas. Sino ba yung nakikinig sa kanila? And, uh, minsan, ano din eh, uh, hindi lang din yan sa kung ano yung naririnig mo sa kanila, kundi kung ano yung nakikita mo sa kanila, ba? So, and sa panahon ngayon, parang ang hirap sabihin na hindi natin alam kung ano yung ginagawa ng mga uh, politicians, ng mga uh, leader natin sa community, kahit sa ibang province. Kasi since pandemic, lahat ano eh, Binato online. So, tipong yung mga balita sa Cebu, alam natin, di ba? Tipong yung mga balita ng nangyayari sa Davao, alam natin. So, alam mo yung kapag wala kang marinig sa isang lugar o wala kang marinig mula sa isang tao na uh, dapat ay nagsisilbi, dapat ay nakikita mong gumagalaw, then malamang, no? Huwag <laughs> na tayong pumili ng ganun. And, um malamang uh, isa na yun sa mga kaila- magiging critical na uh, judgement no pagdating ng kampanya uh, Patay tay diyan pagdating na pagbinuhos na yun, pat- pag nagkaanohan na tayo ay eh, kasingilan de ba yung mga resibo yung mga yan mga favorite yan you know, ng mga kabataan mga screenshot ng mga post yan halo hahalukatin nila yun lahat so i think you know yung leader na nakikita natin ngayon uh, yung mga talagang na-feel natin to the bone, yung care nila, uh, nakikita natin ng galing-galing ng ginagawa nila, ba If, iilan lang to eh, no? I don't have to mention anyone, pero iilan lang to sila. And isipin mo, diba, kung makakita ka pa or uh, ng counting glimpse ng ilan pa na dadagdag sa kanila asa uh, 2022, or, or hindi nga dadagdag eh, diba? ma tipong pop papalitan talaga nila yung mga nasa pwesto ngayon na wala tayong mapala. It would have been so much better, no, kung ngayon palang ganun yung nangyari sa atin. Pero, don't worry, there's still a chance. May 2022 pa, konti ilang buwan na lang. And, uh, ayun, ba masesyo sa feeling, eh, pag nakakita ka ng ganung good news, so parang, oh, wow, galing naman nito oh, wow, galing naman sa lugar na yan. And, uh, isipin mo lahat, no lahat ng kabataan, Ganun yung na feel nila sa community nila. Ganon yung nafi-feel nilang security, alaga, service. Um, sa school, sa community, sa barangay, sa city nila, sa province nila, that would ano no, instantly improve <laughs> yung uh, parang daily lives no. Na alam mo na merong kamaasahan sa community, sa uh, service ng government. And Alam mo yun, no? It's it should be no brainer by now kasi lahat, lahat kahit yung mga tipong uh, a political a uh, privileged people nakikita mo nang nagrereklamo online. And you know, parang it's it should be no brainer right now. Although mahirap pa rin, mahirap pa rin Alam natin na magkakaroon ng uh, kung ano-ano nung bardagulan niyan in the coming months, but I think, no, um we can try to look into ourselves. Ano ba yung mga bagay na gusto natin? Ano yung uh, bagay na sa tingin natin magpapadali ng buhay natin? Ano yung mga bagay na we care about? And if we see that to someone uh, in our community who wants to lead the change, and hindi nga changes eh. literally parang to lift us up from this ano, no, uh, frustrating pandemic situation, then I think Ayun yung isa sa mga ano, pwede natin i-consider uh, when choosing a leader. And uh, I know parang ano lang siya more on the gut feeling, the emotional side of things. Of course, your research part, no, yung mga track record nila. Or what if bago pa lang talaga yan, no? ba? We can challenge them. I think that's one of the things that the youth should also do. No? Challenge them. Tell them what you care about. Ask them about this. Ask ask them about this issue. Ask them about this uh, parang situation sa community. Really challenge them. And huwag tayo matakot kasi it's her right, no? To demand and know what they're planning to do. Uh, paano sila sasagot sa atin, di ba? And if sa natin we can bet on this person Uh and tinake online challenge natin sa kanila, then, ano, ayan. <laughs> do you have 3 6 years to make them accountable for it kung manalo sila so ayun i think that's what, yun niya peding govento no? How we can choose a good leader um sa susunod na admin na to or sa government natin to make our lives better
1: Sabi, sabi ni Gladys kanina, kinakabahan siya. Mars, parang, di ka naman kinakabahan. ng ganda-ganda rin mga sagot mo, Mars. Di <laughs> ka naman sa kanino no? Pero ako talaga, if you would ask me, since I'm a mental health advocate, kung ako tatanungin mo ng leader na gusto kong makita sa 2022, gusto ko sana yung leader na nagpa-prioritize ng mental health. Kasi the mo, yung dinala sa atin ng buong pandemya is really devastating and i don't want to see na sa mga susunod na taon o sa susunod na anim na taon ay hindi siya ma-prioritize because i would tell you really even though this uh, administration make that law eh, make that bill into law i would say na sobrang konti lang din no yung naging um um uh, improvements, Naku, magagalit na naman sila sa akin. Yung mga naging improvements, no, patungkol <laughs> dito sa mental health. So, sana, yung leader na ibabota po natin lahat sa 2022 elections is a leader who also prioritizes our mental well-being, our welfare in general. Because our mental health also affects our performance sa iba ibang aspeto ng ating buhay. And it's something that we need to realize right now. Something that we need to give importance to.
0: Nako, na, <laughs> Actually, I was gonna mention kanin na, ano, I really resonate with what Gladys said. Na You know, sometimes it, it stems from a lot of um, apathy, being apolitical, like, privileged individuals. They don't feel that they need to contribute because they're not affected by it. But in one way, form, or another, they are affected. Everyone is affected by the decisions that the 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 majority make. You elected for these officials and this is the consequence. So, I am going to tell everyone right now, I feel very bad about saying it, but I'm proud that I finally got done with it. Actually, this is my first time voting. Like my first, um election to vote in i didn't get to vote in the last election uh, probably at the time Congratulations. I, at the time i think like, <laughs> thank you i felt at the time because you know I, I i did not really know enough about uh you know what what i needed to do you know in my right to vote and then now i i am facing the consequences of not voting uh, it's been a very long standing rhetoric na wala kang karapatan kung ka like you can't complain against public officials if you didn't actually vote for anyone it's a common rhetoric, and there is some truth to that. No, you put your trust, you put your vote in someone. they might not have won, but at least you did your your part, de boss a Filipino. As opposed to other people who um, perhaps did not vote for various reasons, whatever they may be, uh, there's, uh, again, a long-standing rhetoric. And it's it happens all the time that you, know, you, you can't really complain about a system that you didn't try to change. Deba? By voting for someone, you are actively trying to change the system. By voting for a particular candidate, you believe in their advocacy, you believe in their vision and their goal for the Filipino people and that is your job that is your contribution diba? they are the ones who will enact said goal said vision but you did your part i think you know uh i think also no um to to put it in a i guess a not so national perspective perhaps there are a lot of people listening who are still at the university level diba? and university politics in itself is a uh, perhaps a whole another topic of conversation, no? Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh you have noticed this in Patisiglade, si I don't know if na pansinyo in the last like what few years, nagiging very apolitical or apathetic yung mga students towards their elected student leaders, and I don't know if this really translates into how they feel about national issues. I say, I mean, in some universities that I know. There's like a really, really low turnout of students who vote, for whatever reason. Like they just don't care about who's in charge, or they don't really get to see change when 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 people are elected. The typical ano, traditional politician trapo na purusalita lang, walang gawa. You know, we're not pointing fingers at anyone, but it does happen, tiba. In all administrations, there's really no perfect administration. There's no 100% perfect lineup set of individuals who can all get everything done. No, there will always be people who have different priorities, different goals. Of course, right now we're in a public health crisis, so a lot of efforts have been put towards that. But there have been a lot of changes along the way. And I think that, you know, it's really good that people or at least you know for first time voters like myself i am very much more aware of the things that i want to see change and you know to really put it into perspective and get us back on track you know um i guess in my opinion also my my vision of the the right leader kumbanga is someone who empathizes with the people that he or she serves i i tell my students all the time you no know, uh, that that you wouldn't vote for someone who you who you know has no no track record in in the, the service that they want to do. Right? If if you vote for someone who has no experience or no track record in the change that he or she wants to make, then how sure are you that they'll be able to enact the change? Right? Or maybe they're just there to, you know, just to be to be popular. It it happens, right? it sometimes feels like it really shouldn't be a popularity contest, but um, our our history would say otherwise, no? (laughs) Yana.
1: But anyways, na uh, uh, sobra agree ako dun sa sinabi mo, Kenny, pati dun sa sinasabi ni Gladys kanina, no? Because, uh, syempre, kung hindi din talaga nila naiintindihan yung concern ng mga mamamayan, then paano talaga sila makakagawa ng mga polisiya, programa, na nakaangkop, no? Dun sa concerns ng mga constituents nila. So, I would uh, really say that uh, we uh, need to uh, definitely choose the leader, no? Na nakakaintindi ng mga concerns natin. And not to understand really assent to the extent and na internalize nila yon kasi minsan naiintindihan lang natin yung mga bagay in a very shallow manner pero kapag na-internalize natin siya then we feel the urge to actually act upon it and i think uh, yung mga leaders na meron na tayo ngayon na magiging kandidato para sa susunod na election kung meron na talaga silang track record in actually doing their job well then definitely i think uh, Isang malaking plus points yun, no? But anyways, ang dami na nating napag-usapan at na talaga nga naman, no, the leader that we will choose for 2022 ang makakapag- um lift sa atin mula dito sa kalbaryo na pinagdadaanan natin right now and probably end our anxiety and frustrations no with the situation right now so i'm really hope that everyone especially those who are eligible, to register no para makaboto sa 2022 elections at kung kinakailangan mo na magpa-reactivate maaari ka na makapag-reactivate online and uh syempre para naman doon sa mga uh, iba pa nating uh, kababayan no na Gusto pang malaman kung ano pa yung pwede nilang magawa, kung baka gusto nyong sumali, no? Doon sa advocacyya, uh, open naman yung First Time Voters Network para dito. ano bakit ako yung nag, ano, nag-introduce? Sige, mamaya na yon So, like our previous episode, meron din tayong sub-segment uh, for self-care today. And uh, we are dedicating today sa seeking help as a form of self-care. So, Kenny, Baka? you can give us your two cents uh, about this.
0: You know, I think that um, saying or expressing that you need help, that there is a problem, that maybe you're not okay, I think is one of the most courageous acts of self-care. You know, in terms of seeking help, as I mentioned, actually, you know, thinking, actually admitting that you might feel overwhelmed, that you might feel a little bit burnt out or exhausted. I think that the mature thing and one of the best things to do in terms of self-care, you know, it doesn't always have to be meditation. It doesn't always have to be yoga or exercise. It can really just be telling yourself that, you know, I I, I feel that there's something wrong. I feel that I might need to talk to someone about this. It's a very personal moment, no? And the reality really hits you when you start to admit to yourself that it might be time to to make a little change, to talk to someone about something or to, you know, really say that there is something that I need to fix, no? I, admittedly, not everyone uh, has all their stuff together, right? I mean, like, everyone feels down every once in a while sometimes we feel flustered stressed sometimes we feel that we're not good enough but i think it takes a lot of courage to to be vulnerable you know in that state to really say to yourself i think i need to do something about what's going on and in terms of seeking help there's again nothing wrong with seeking help from professionals all of us in the mental health advocacy um would definitely say, uh, you know, as advocates ourselves, that the help that you uh, need is out there. You know, we are there for you. Uh, it's just a matter of where to look, asking the right questions, and being open to the idea of talking to someone about your problems. No? I, I think that also people have to recognize that we, we need to you know, think about putting ourselves in the right mindset. Yeah, you know, as a mental health professional myself, I don't really force, we don't force ourselves on patients. We don't tell people, our clients, now, oh, you know, you need to consult. What if they're not ready? What if they just don't feel mentally capable yet of opening up about it? We can't force them to do it. Kaya, people also need to take their time in terms of becoming mentally prepared for that conversation to have with someone. The first time that you feel ready. It can be very overwhelming. But rest assured, professionals are there to help you. We want what's best for you. And if it might not be a professional, you know, just seeking help from a friend or a a trusted colleague or a family member, if you're close with them, can mean all the difference. So sharing kindness, being true to yourself having the courage to be vulnerable. You know, all of these things are essential, I would say, in terms of seeking help and wanting to create a better life for yourself. No, it really is the first step in the process of wanting to become better. You don't have to necessarily have a mental health condition to seek help. Even if we're feeling a little emotionally overwhelmed, We can seek help from someone. It can be a friend, a colleague, again, maybe a professional if you feel like you need to. But I think that one of the most courageous things that you can do in terms of self-care really is learning to say that you need help, that you want help.
1: Salamat sa paalala, Sir Kenny. Kaya sana, no, lagi natin tandaan na ang paghingi ng tulong ay hindi isang kahinaan, kung hindi isang kalakasan, no. Because uh, we recognize that uh, we need help. And uh, sana, lagi din nating matandaan na hindi tayo nag-iisa. Well, technically, na dito kami, no, para sa inyo din. Um, definitely, itong ating mga kinukwento dito sa ating self-care subsegment, no? ay mga ilang no? kung paano natin uh, pwedeng maalaga ng ating sarili or kung paano tayo pwedeng makapag-goop up especially na ngayon na panahon ng pandemia. Kaya let's explore more kung ano pa nga ba yung mga iba pa nating practices na pwede nating magawa para we can actually take good care of ourselves kahit meron tayong pandemic right now.
0: less serious, more fun. Pam 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 pam
1: Babaguhin natin ang kinabukasan at magsisimulayan sa pagboto ng mga leader na may paninindigan, may pakialam at layuning magsilbi sa bayan. At magagawa lamang natin ito kung tayo ay magpaparehistro para makaboto. Anong major takeaway mo today, Kenny?
0: I think one of my major takeaways from our conversation with Gladys would definitely be no matter what point of life you're in right now, no matter what your perspectives are, I think it's our duty, it's our right, it's our obligation as Filipinos to go out and register to vote. Because again, we are the ones who will create the change for the future that we want, no? We are a democracy. We vote right? based on the majority. And it really is a long process you know, in achieving all of the things that we want to achieve. But slowly and surely, you know, we're making progress. Hopefully, we're making some progress every administration for the different issues that we see. And I think that, again, it really goes to show that a single vote can make a difference. Whether you're young or you're old, I think it's your right and I think it's your duty to vote. Even if you're a first-time voter like me, uh, in my late 20s, I'm already getting to the point where I should have been voting already twice, but I'm just now voting for the first time and I am definitely um, aware and I'm definitely confident that I can make a change by casting my vote. Uh ikaw Gladys, baka mayroon ka ring insights sa uh, talk natin ngayon na gusto mong i-share sa audience.
2: Actually, taking from ano no, yung what you shared, I realized uh one of the most amazing thing about Y4MH and why I still love this organization, no? ah, kahit hindi na ako gano ka-active sa inyo, sorry po. <laughs> um you know, uh sabi nyo kanila no, we we want we achieved, we championed mental health advocacy during this administration. And kung iisipin mo, no, young people are at the forefront of that struggle, of that movement, that campaign, nung hindi pa batas yung mental health law. And, you know, I just want to say to the young people out there na might be listening, this is one of the most amazing things that young people can do outside of voting. But right now, I'm uh, calling, no, for an action, say, ng lahat na bumoto and maging re- mag-register right now. Na uh, there's thousands, hundreds, thousands of young people who championed mental health um, since uh, 2017, and Right now, we, were, I'm asking you know, to cast your vote next year, the 2022 election, as an action to support and continue the support for this movement. No, right now na champion natin siya, We needed more support. The 2022 for so that the next admin could really uh, prioritize this advocacy. And um, yon parang. It's one of the most amazing thing about being a voter and about being a responsible citizen. You can do something about your vote and you can do something else outside your vote. Your vote na would really help a lot. Would really be helpful not just to yourself but to everyone else. And ayun no, uh, amazing lang no kasi ngayong admin yung mental health law. Pero wala tayong ma we we needed more progress with it and we wanted to continue that to 2022. So, I hope, no, guys, sa mga nakikinig na mga mental health advocates, um, alam niyo na yan, you're smart, I think, no? and emotionally uh, smart to know na you have the right, you have the power to vote um, at least, no, kahit may lang sa advocacy ng mental health. Go vote Go register, get out, register, and vote for
1: 2022 election. Salamat Gadis. Pinaiyak mo ako. sin tumulo yung luha ko sa left eye. <laughs> but anyways, mayroon pa tayong ilang araw para magparehistro, di naman kaya magpareactivate ng ating voters registration. Kaya wag natin kalimutan na magparehistro at magpareactivate kasi guys, I want to change the future of this country. <laughs> Pagod na ako sa so, susunod na taon. Ay gusto ko naman na makampanti ako na maganda naman yung ating leadership. No? I think everyone does. I mean, lahat tayo gusto natin na ganun yung mangyayari sa mga susunod na taon. Anyway, so bago tayo magtapos para sa uh, ating episode 6, Sir Kenny, baka meron a uh, few announcements.
0: Yes, of course, our application period is open from the 1st to the 20th of every month. We also have a new portal where you can send your invitations and partnership letters. So don't forget to check out facebook.com youth4mentalhealth and also our Twitter and Instagram pages at youth4mh
1: anything else that you would want to promote sir kenny
0: of course i'm promoting myself don't forget to follow me on instagram at kenny aranis and on twitter at not kenny aranis also please don't forget to like our facebook page again youth for mental health and our twitter and instagram for the coalition at youth4mh at syempre last but not the least please don't forget if you have the time to share our podcast with people around you perhaps someone who hasn't heard our podcast yet or to your friends and family who might need a little bit different atmosphere when it comes to talking about mental health ikaw ba there's something you want to promote something you want to plug
2: um you can follow us uh, first time voters network in facebook and also in twitter but i forgot our twitter handle must be FTVNTH. hindi kasi kami ganun active and uh if you want to volunteer no um in election is your advocacy go join us you can volunteer You can message and inquire no wala naman po kami strict uh, membership where whoever wants to set up an ftbn chapter can go and set up an ftbn chapter and we're here to help uh and provide support no uh, so you can start mobilizing organizing and um activating young voters in your area yun la
1: Yes, so pwede tayo mag-start ng ating very own First Time Voters Network chapter. So kung gusto nyo po magstart, start message lang po tayo sa Facebook page ng FTVN. And as always, you can check this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. You can always reach out to Youth for Mental Health Coalition via our very new email address. It's info at y4mh.org. Or, di naman kaya ay follow us Twitter. Twitter, and Instagram. Sinabi na pala yun ni Kenny. So, baka ako din, baka gusto niyo akong i-follow. That's at Aliana Lagasca.
0: Open pa rin ba yung applications for boyfriend? <laughs> Sing lang. Wait
1: lang. Like. Baka kasi maano, di na, close na siya, pero kasi baka ma-jinx. So, wag muna natin pag-usapan. Tingnan natin kung ano mangyayari sa susunod. <laughs> Maraming salamat uh, sa ating guest para sa gabing ito, Gladys. Uh, we are with the First Time Voters Network dito sa ating advocacy ya, no? for uh, election. At syempre, makakasama pa rin po ng First Time Voters Network, ang Youth for Mental Health Coalition dito sa ating advocacy. Okay, andami na chika natin tonight. Next time ulit.
0: And cut. And this is...
1: And this is
0: less serious,
1: more fun.